Joining us today on Dialogos Radio and the Dialogos Interview Series for the holiday edition of our broadcast and our final show for 2016 is the renowned Greek architect, historian, and author Kostadinos Staikos, who will speak to us about his long and distinguished architectural career, about his writings on a history of the Greek book, and the maintenance of the Greek language during the centuries of Ottoman occupation, and also about the new Onassis Foundation Library, which is comprised of books donated from his personal collection. Mr. Staikos, Thank you for joining us today. I thank you for the invitation. To get us started, share with us a few words about your architectural career and some of the most significant works that you have undertaken. Uh, one of the most uh, significant uh, architectural projects that I had it was the revaluation and reconstruction of the historical library of St. John of Theologos in Patmos. This is uh, why... The, the, the actual library dates from the 12th century and uh, it has uh, also keeps, it treasures, if you want, the basic uh, books, manuscript, of, co- of course, of the uh, founder of the library, which was uh, uh, Osios Christodoulos, and uh, the books were given to him by the emperor of uh, Byzantine Alexius I Komnenos. Are there any other architectural projects that you have undertaken that stand out to you for their significance or for being personally meaningful for you? They are because they are historical uh, projects, such as the foundation of the, the reconstruction of the library of the ecumenical patriarch in Constantinople, in Fanar, and also uh, uh, the the seat of the dialogue of uh, Greek and uh, Catholic Church in uh, in Rome, which dates uh, uh, a church which dates of the fifth century A.D. and uh, all these uh, historical uh, monuments are, of course, of great significance to me and to the Hellenism in general. What role can architecture and architectural development play in the recovery, if you will, of the Greek economy? Um, it is a very difficult uh, question to answer, but uh, as uh, Greece, has me- as member of the European community, has a lot of funds that comes for the cultural heritage, uh, a great deal of money would should go to the preservation of the historical monuments and the big houses in all, all over Greece, which are trembling and are in, uh, in a situation that are not livable at all. We are on the air with the renowned Greek architect and author Kostadinos Staikos here on the Alagos Radio and the Alagos Interview Series. Mr. Staikos, you have written about the modern Greek Enlightenment. Tell us about this movement, its origins, and its role in the preservation of the Greek language and Greek education during the years of the Ottoman occupation. Its role is very, very important. First of all, we should say that the Hellenic Enlightenment is uh, part of the European Enlightenment, but the scope uh, is completely different because uh, during the 18th century, many, many Greeks didn't have any knowledge of the Greek language and the, and the heritage of the, uh, of the ancient Greeks and even of the Greeks that were writers of the 15th, 16th century. So, I mean, the scope was to update the cultivation of uh, Greek language and the Greek uh, heritage uh, of the ancients. 
What was the so-called Grifoscolio, the secret school, and what was its role in the preservation of the Greek language during the years of Ottoman occupation? The so-called Grifoscolio uh, is a, a kind of a myth because uh, it was uh, this kind, this sort of schools were placed in the churches and in monasteries, uh, hidden in many, many places. So the master and the students were not uh, uh, in uh, in a general view. What was the role of the Filikieteria, the Society of Friends, and more broadly the role of the Greek communities in Europe in the preservation of the Greek culture and the Greek language? The Greek Filikieteria uh, had a great role in the preparation of the revolution because uh, they were in touch with many Greeks, eminent Greeks in the West, in Austria and other places in France and in, in Vienna that had a lot of money to, for contributing to the uh, revolution and also had uh, a lot of uh, knowledge of the politics of the European towards the revolution. So there were something like a chain that were promoting the revolution under a political status that was accepted by the Westerns. A significant portion of your literary works have to do with the historical evolution of libraries from antiquity until today. Share with us a few words about this evolution. This is a very great, a great really subject that uh, involves all kinds of, uh, of uh, cultures and peoples from the 4th century BC up to now because uh, it has to do with the spiritual ways and the formation of libraries, the architectural, let's say, the special architectural means for kept keeping or treasuring books, all kinds of forms of books. I mean, from the tablets to the papyrus rolls to the codex and to the printed book. So this is a, a spine of the of the of the book is uh, the, the 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 function of the library, let's say. Share with our listeners some information about your literary works, including your books on the historical evolution of the library, as well as your works on the history of the Greek book. Yes, I, I have um, passed a lot of time studying the history of the Greek book, because um, the Greek book was printed to, during the 5th century, of course, while the Byzantine Empire has fallen. So the Greeks were obliged to, to involved in the printing and editing of the book in Italy especially and then through the whole Europe. The main problem was to the, the systematic uh, teaching of the Greek uh, language was kept in the dark for many, many centuries and then uh, to prepare uh, subjects and works that had to do with the ancient Greek grammar and grammarian, uh, which was completely unknown in the West. This year, 2016, was named the Year of Aristotle. Uh, tell us about your own recent book, which circulated about a year ago, which is titled The Library of Aristotle. This uh, book is very, very important. First of all, it's the third book that I wrote about uh, libraries of ancient uh, writers, such as the first of all was the Plato Library and the Academy Library. But uh, for Aristotle Library, it's very significant for everybody because it's the first library ever existed that was um, founded in categories 
biblioseconomical categories that we still have. And uh, for that point of view, having uh, the the beginning of that attitude and that from the first fourth century BC, it's very very important to be known to everybody. We are on the air with renowned Greek architect and author Kostadinos Staikos here on the Alois Radio and the Alois Interview Series. And Mr. Staikos, a few years ago, in 2010 to be exact, you made a significant donation to the Onassis Foundation in Athens, donating your personal collection of rare Greek literary works from the 15th through the 19th centuries. And this collection now comprises the Onassis Foundation's library, which will be opening its doors to the public. Uh, tell us about this uh, collection. This um, special collection has to do with the gathering and founding all the books that were printed, edited, or written by the Greeks from the fall of the Constantinople up to, up to the revolution, 1821. It is, it's a very special subject that has to do with the uh, literary and the spiritual um, involvement of the Greeks, the so-called of the Genos. And uh, from that point of view, it's very, very important because there are books printed by Greeks or for the Greeks in many, many places in Europe, not only Italy, such as Venice, Rome and Florence, but um, in Vienna, in Leipzig, in Odessa, in Moscow, in Petropolis, uh, in Moscopolis, in Buda, Pesti and many, many others. What are some of the more significant works that are contained within this collection? In this collection, uh, there are a lot of books which are, has a lot of significance, such as the first books that were printed by a Greek-owned uh, printing house, the Cagliari and Blastos, dated uh, 1499, and also the first book uh, printed uh, in Rome, 1515, and many, many others. Tell us about the process of preservation of these rare books, and also whether they have been digitized. Yes, they have, but in a very special way. Uh, first of all, it's not only the text, the art of, uh, of printing. It has to do also with the initials, the protograms, the printer marks, the first title page, which was uh, sometimes designed by very, very eminent artists. And uh, from that point of view, the book has to be considered as, as a piece of art, and not only for the text, itself, but of the ornament that goes all around uh, its pages. And aside from the collection of rare literary works, the Onassis Foundation Library also features significant works of art, if I am not mistaken. Yes, they're very important piece of art, such as a painting of Theotokopoulos and a series of many geographical themes from the ancient uh, Testament, made by a famous, uh, renowned painter, a Greek painter called Pulakis. And these are very important because they are made a special uh, order by um, aristocratic family of Venice. And uh, they are kept intact. When will the Onassis Foundation Library be opening its doors to the public? The doors of the Onassis Library are opening gradually, and uh, I think in a few years the doors will be <laughs> full open, uh, because the the hall where the Onassis Library is kept is not an, uh, an easy 
uh, way to li- to function as, as, as a library, but uh, it will be gradually with uh, new uh, places and spaces in order to to give to the to everybody uh, the idea of an open library. Now, in closing, where can our listeners find out more information? First of all, about this collection at the Onassis Foundation Library, and in addition, about your own books and literary works. But I think that through internet, I mean, it's very easy now and not so so difficult to come in touch with us and uh, to give us the opportunity to give more information and details about that collection. All my books are circulating in English because I have now for 20 years a great publishing house in in, New, in uh, Delaware, Oak Knoll Press. Well, Mr. Stikos, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today here in the Alagos Radio and in the Alagos Interview Series. And Merry Christmas and uh, Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you again.